Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Imam al-Nawawi's Riyadu al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
what happened to your nurer, which is like a bird, a small bird, when his bird died. And this is the way that the Prophet used to, that look after the feelings of the companions, even the younger ones. And that he was that consoling him, that when he had lost something that he loved, in this case, that it was a small bird. So Abu Talha, whose name is Zayd ibn Sahal al-Ansari, he that loved this child that very much, and the child became ill. And he would ask about the child, of course. And so on one occasion, because they say about Abu Talha, he used to that go be with the Prophet and then he would return. He would go spend time with the Prophet and return. So on one occasion when he returned, when his child was sick, he asked about him. And then Umm Sulaim here said, Huwa asken makan. And this is what is called a misleading expression, a tawriya, which is permissible and when there is a need to do so. She knew how much her husband loved this child and she had felt that it would be too difficult for him to bear the news were she to have just told him outright. So she used this word esken and it translates here as he's more relaxed than before, but it's really about being still. And that you even kind of use this language if you talk about like a fever that's like second, right? it's kind of calmed down and it's not as bad as it was before. So in other words, that he's, he's not as bad as he was before, he's, that there's more stillness there in relation to yani, everything that he was experiencing from uh, the sickness, even though he had actually passed away. So it's not a lie, it's a misleading expression. He understood something, but it was there to that lighten the load, which also indicates the wisdom of this very blessed lady, Umm Sulaim, and how firm she was. She's the mother of the child. And despite losing her own child, she, had, she kept it all together. And she does what she does in order, and she did what she did to lighten the burden on uh, her husband. So another narration is coming where there's more details, but in, in this particular instance, in, the, in this particular narration, uh, that it, it, it says that uh, then she made dinner for him, and he ate, and then they had relations. And then after that, she informed him that she, he needs to shroud his child, that he had passed away. And so then he went to the Prophet and the Prophet knew, and that he used this word, arrastum, right? Arrasa is from where you get arus, which is like a groom, someone who's going to get married. And arrastum alayla, did you spend time with your wife last night? And he confirmed this. And he said, Allahumma barak lahumma. Allah placed blessing in it for them. And sometime after that, she, well, she conceived. And then sometime after that, she gave birth. And this is the child that our Prophet named Abdullah. And then the first thing that Abu Talha wanted, because he obviously believed in and loved Rasulullah he said, take the child to the messenger of Allah. And he instructed Ennis to do this, and he sent with him some dates. And this is what is called tahnik, where that you take a little bit of a date, and you that chew it to moisten it up, and you put it in the hanak, the roof of the mouth of the baby. And this is a sunnah of our Prophet 
and that the Prophet did tahniq for this young boy and named him Abdullah. So then we have other narrations as well that give us a little bit more detail. The second is slightly shorter. وَفِي رِوَايَلِ الْوَخَارِ قَالَ بِنُ رِيَيْنَمْ فَقَالَ رَجُلُ مِنَ الْأَنْصَارِ فَرَأَيْتُ تِسْعَةَ أَوْلَادٍ كُلُّهُمْ قَالَ قَرَأُ الْقُرْآنِ يَعْنِي مَنْ أَوْلَادِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ مَوْلُودِ so another narration of Bukhari has Ibn Uyayna said, a man from the Ansar said, I saw nine children, all of whom who had learned the Qur'an. Meaning nine children from the offspring of Abdullah the newborn. So, Allah, so the Prophet made dua for barakah, and it didn't only manifest in the child that was born as a result of them spending time together, but there was even barakah in the children of Abdullah. And Ibn Uyayna is saying, nine of his children, all of whom had learned the Qur'an. And then another narration, which is slightly longer. وَفِي رِوَايَةٍ لِمُسْلِمْ مَاتَ إِبْنٌ لِأَبِي طَلْحَةَ مِنْ أُمِّ سُلَيْمْ فَقَادَتْ لِأَهْلِهَا لَا تُحَدِّثُوا أَبَا طَلْحَةَ بِابْنِهِ حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَنَا وَحَدِّثُهُ فَجَاءَ فَكَرَّبَتْ إِلَيْهِ عَشَاءً فَأَكَرَ وَشَرَبْ ثُمَّ تَصَنَّعَتْ لَوْ أَحْسَنَ مَا كَانَ وَكَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم إِذَا تَلْ مَدِينَةَ مَنْ سَفَرًا لَا يَطْرُكُهَا تُرُوكًا فَدَنَوْ مِنْ الْمَدِينَةِ فَضَرَبَهَا الْمَخَاضِ فَاحْتَبَسَ عَلِهَا أَبُو طَرْحَ وَانْطَلَكَ الرَّسُولُ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم قال يقول أبو طرحة إنك لا تعلم يا ربي أنه يعجبني أن أخرج مع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا خرج وأدخل معه إذا دخل وقال احتبست بما ترى تقول أم سليم يا ما أجل الذي كنت أجل انطلق فانطلقنا وضربها المخاض حين قدما وفولد الغلاما فقالت لأمي يا أنس لا يرجعه أحد حتى تغدو به على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فلما أصبح احتملته فانطلقت به إلى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وذكر تمام الحديث Another narration of Muslim has a son of Abu Talha from his wife Um Sulaim عنها, passed away. So she said to her family members, do not inform Abu Talha about his son until I have told him myself. When he returned, she brought him dinner, which he ate and that he drank. Then she beautified herself for him better than she had ever beautified herself previously. He had relations with her. And when she saw that he was in a relaxed state, she said, oh, Abu Talha, tell me, if someone lends an item to a particular family and later asks them to return it, does that family have a right to refuse? He replied, no. Meaning everything belongs to Allah. And that the child, in a sense, is on borrow. The child, child is, even though you're a means for the child, in reality, it's not yours. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's. And he replied, no. She said, then expect the reward for the passing of your child. Yani, yani, seek your reward from Allah. By being patient and seeing that everything is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The narrator says, he became angry and said, you left me to become impure and then only inform me about my son. He then went to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and told him what happened. The Messenger of Allah said, may Allah bless the night for you too. 
The narrator said that when she was expecting, and then said that she became pregnant, and then continued, the Messenger of Allah was on a journey, and she accompanied him. When the Messenger of Allah returned from a journey, he would not enter his house at night. So you get all of these other benefits uh, in these blessed hadith of the Messenger of So she was traveling with the Messenger of Allah, and the word here is taraka. And uh, taraka means to come at night. It's only used for the night. So the Messenger of Allah would never come home at night. And there's actually a prohibition from doing this. And you might come home and see your family or your household in a state uh, that is not desirable. And they mentioned though, in, in a time like now where we can send a message call or to send a text message or something like that. Uh, if you give someone notice so that they know you're gonna come at night, then uh, that's fine. But if to kind of surprise them at night is something that our Prophet said uh, that had prohibited. So he then went to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu and told him what happened. And so that the Prophet made dua for them, she that was then expecting. Then the Messenger of Allah returned from a journey. When he returned from a journey, he would not enter his house at night. As they approached Medina, she began experiencing labor pains. So Abu Talha remained with her and the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu continued. Abu Talha then said that, O Lord of mine, you know that I like to that go out with the Messenger of Allah when he goes out and to come back with the Messenger of Allah to Medina when he comes back. But I have now been delayed as you can see. So it, it hurt him that he wasn't going to return with the Messenger of Allah. So he makes his dua. And obviously he has to take care of his family because she was going through labor pains. So he makes this dua and Allah answers his dua. And then his wife, Umm Salim, tells to him that, Oh, Abu Talha, I'm no longer experiencing the labor pains that I was previously experiencing. She said that you may proceed, i.e. let's go back to Medina. So we went back. She then went into labor when they neared Medina and gave birth to a boy. My mother said to me, Oh, Anas, none should breastfeed him, nurse him, until you take him to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The next morning, I carried him to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then it says here, he then related the entire hadith. And this is because they wanted the blessed saliva of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, to be the very first thing entered into that child and so that that child will be blessed in this world and in the next this was the understanding of the companions far from being kufur or shirk or being something blameworthy or reprehensible this is one of the greatest things that you could do with a child is to have the very first thing that before even nursing his mother and from his mother and normally children immediately they start to nurse when they're born but before that even a drop of milk, they didn't want that to enter into the uh, insides of the child until that the blessed saliva of our Prophet give us tawfiq and bless us with this understanding and that bring our hearts to life with these meanings. Ya Arhamar Rahmin, wa sallallahu alayhi Muhammad wa alhamdulillah. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al-Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content 
المقاصد.org backslash connect